You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in the front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. All right, all right. Welcome back. Episode number 149, Rob Fortrain Savages podcast. Yankees drop two out of three to the Chicago White Sox. We had a weird couple days here in New York City. Um, it was like an apocalypse outside. We got polluted air rolling around. We got Rodon throwing live BP in said polluted air. Um, but weird week, uh, weird middle of the week of baseball. Rob, uh, the White Sox decided to come play. Uh, the Central is just a weird division, I think. All of a sudden, they're like a few games back. So now they're they're in it to win it. Uh, Yanks got some some more injury injury bugs going around um i think we're sitting eight and a half back right now rob the rays continue to roll our division is just that good happy friday rob how are we doing okay after the week of um some bad quality air very odd situation couldn't Uh, take the dogs outside yeah apocalyptic is the way definitely to describe what was happening outside Mm -hmm. it was it was uh some scary looking skies. I, I think it. It's like what you um, imagine the end of the world to look like. At least yeah, what I imagine it I, to look like. It looked. It looked straight out of Mad Max. Like it looked like a filter. Yeah. It was on the whole time. Uh-huh. A weird warm photo filter was on the whole time. Um, and the uh, they canceled the game, the second game, and they played a doubleheader. And I, I texted you. I thought that they weren't going to be able to get in the second one, but luckily, I the, didn't think they were the, either. The wind patterns were able to change it up. It still wasn't great outside, but the the index of what the quality of air got to a point where you could play baseball. But yeah. I think Yon Moncada brought back out the the masks. Mm-hmm. I rocked a mask in the city on because, uh, Wednesday afternoon or whatever I, it was. The, the quality of air was – I stepped outside for a split second, and I'm saying to myself, I want to go back in because <laughs> yeah. it smells like I'm sitting – standing in the middle of a of a fire and just yeah. – and, and you know when you sometimes you'll you'll stand in front of a bonfire and you'll get all that smoke. That's what and it your felt eyes like start to water and stuff. Yeah, that's what it felt like twenty four seven. And to play baseball in that would be pretty wild. And luckily they they canceled that that game and it took then, a while to cancel it too. And then um, they ended up playing it on the yesterday. Um, but they dropped the first game, like you said. And now we have yeah Rodon going out there throwing just shows you that yeah. his eagerness to get back. Um, I think he threw live against was it. Was a DJ or some other players that he was throwing? So I think he threw against Wal. I know one of them was Waldo. I think. So it's good to it's crossing our fingers that mm-hmm. he is on the way back to to pitching very soon. Well, we guess we, we get some back. We ship some out. Could we see yeah. him before the end of the month? Maybe. Maybe like right around the first week of July. I think yeah. is like the safer bet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty cool to see him 
couple nice shots on Twitter of Rodon throwing live BP. It was so weird, too, when they were talking about, like, even on ESPN or the news or whatever, um, the air quality index. They're like, all right, this means, you know, unhealthy for some groups. This is, you know, unhealthy to everyone. Then it's, like, very unhealthy. And then it was, like, hazardous. I'm like, all right, well, what happens to me at hazardous, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like what does, yeah. what does hazardous mean? And I'm pretty sure sh- I-, I would guess that there's a good amount of Yankees or – or there may be some Yankees or at least a good amount of baseball players that were – I think the only other spot would be in Philadelphia that they canceled the games. Mm-hmm. I don't think Pittsburgh canceled it. I don't think it made its way out there. But there's some players that have basic asthma and, and that sort of yeah. thing going on with their respiratory. So And just and, like who wants to breathe that in? No, definitely not. Yeah, but it was right? good. It, it showed you the dedication from Rodon to try and get back that he was out there throwing and, mm-hmm. and he threw some live BP or threw that live BP and then he threw some bullpen sessions. I saw videos of yesterday. Um, so while we have that guy coming back sooner rather than later, unfortunately, the captain of the Yankees, Aaron Judge, goes on the IL, and collectively, all Yankee fans are going. No. It doesn't seem great either, man. No, God, please, no, no. It's, it's, it does not seem really that. You said it, man. It does not seem great. So, also, because now we're gonna look at the end of the year, and it's gonna be like, oh, he had an injury-riddled season, kind of, because he's gonna end up missing what, at least cumulatively forty games this year, probably. It's at the minimum, I feel like. So, the exact injury that Judge has is a, a toe contusion and a sprained toe ligament and um he got a shot in the toe and boone said after the fact that he was feeling a little sore and Mm -hmm. they asked boone and they asked judge and they're they don't know like there's no real definitive answer to when he'll be back i think it seems like he's got like turf toe or something i don't i don't think it was exactly turf toe i saw it similar that's that's my get. If I had to be t- Tyler Doctor, that'd be Maybe. my guess. But the 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 base of where I mean, it's going to be at least three weeks. But like you said, it, it could be up to a forty-game sample that he may be out. And I, I, if you miss that amount of time, the MVP don't even want to think about that. Honestly, and it's like but whatever that, that goes you know. Out the to window. be honest, that goes out the window. But the the Yankees are in a tough spot now mm-hmm. with their best player being out, the best player in the world. And we know how they how they've looked without him. And we, yeah, exactly. That's the thing that is troubling. So now with how we've seen the periods of time when they they, they don't have judge that they look like a, a different team. And that's when you say, okay, luckily they got Stanton back recently mm-hmm. then you have Rizzo who as of late has been struggling so you need DJ's those two guys struggling. DJ's been bad you need those guys to pick up the slack or else I don't want to say that they'll put themselves in a, a crazy hole where they're not going to make the playoffs because we saw that earlier and they were we saw that they're in a similar in situation they were a month ago honestly but yeah they, they obviously they've improved a little bit but situation wise I feel like it's similar Except you're not getting Judge back in, say, a week. You yeah. may be missing him a upwards. month, two months. Like, it could be two, you, for all I know. You never know exactly. It, it could be at least a month, even more so, uh, time. So that that puts the Yankees in a in a challenging spot to play without their best player, and that that puts more of an onus on Stanton to be mm-hmm. a, a, Stanton, a, a crusher. Same with JD. 
and Josh Donaldson coming back, you're saying anything from you, man. We need that. And DJ, we've said Volpe DJ's too, been a be catalyst of the offense, but you need DJ's, guys got to step up. It's DJ's, Willie Calhoun and Jake Bauer stepping up right now. That that's the crazy thing because we'll talk about the games. The other day when that in in game two, the guys that are hitting is Willie Calhoun, Billy. Oswaldo, <laughs> and and not. <laughs> And Billy DJ, McKinney, yeah, exactly. or any of these guys. So when you're missing Judge for this period of time, you need the other big name guys mm-hmm. to step up, and and it could define a division race. It definitely you, defines you, the division for sure. It definitely defines the division, but then it, it tells you where you may seed in the wild card and mm-hmm. ha- how you may perform for the rest of the year. So I don't think it's going to be a situation where the Yankees bottom out and they because they still have so many good quality baseball players on the team yeah but it, it could really be just you don't want to just I, you kind of want to tread water but you don't want to just they they have the talent i think on paper to really be okay without especially, Judge, especially if they get rodon back but it is it is a lot of variables where you could say it's just the rays well, keep winning too i mean we're chasing the best record in baseball that's what's that's what makes it so tough. <clears throat> yeah, and they and they've they've had a little hiccups here and there, but they they are really keeping their foot on the gas. Because he, here's the thing: even if you even if you know you float above 500 for while Judge is gone, say you're like five six games above 500 while Judge is gone, <laughs> you can't really be say Judge misses five weeks. I feel like that's like a a solid time frame to think of. That puts you in the middle of July, so second week of July. Can you really be like nine games back in the middle of July and be like, all right, we're really, you know, going to hone in on this division race? Like, that's kind of tough. And that's where we're at right now without Judge moving forward. Per, I, 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 like, it's not impossible, but you're in a bat, you're in a tough spot. You always want, you always want to think, you always want to think division is the goal. But, yeah. Um, we got to be, we got to stay within that five game mark, I feel like. Yeah. They have to really be. Especially with the minimal divisional games too, mm-hmm. that makes it more that makes it more challenging. And and uh, the the rest of their month of June is is rivalry filled. We know Boston is this weekend. And a lot of Mets, off days in there, which is good. Which is good. Um, and but the games they don't play without Judge. I'm like they're cool. <laughs> they're sort. I I mean when the fact of the matter is when when your star player. I, I know he's not a doctor, but when he's even left in the dark of I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on when he runs into that wall, and it, he doesn't sucks, know, and dude. and the and the manager doesn't really know, and they they're not. And we know the Yankees aren't fourth forthright with giving information. Yeah, they but, knew he was going on the IL the the night it happened. But it could be uh, it could be longer than we we really would want it. When's the All Star uh, Game? Is it in the middle of July? It's July July eleventh. <laughs> so like, dude, no chance he's back before July eleventh. No, because then if they if they yeah if you're approaching first week of July and you're like, all right, judge is feeling better, you know, doing yada yada, no reason to rush him back when you have five days off in the middle of the season. So then, when um, when's the first game at home? Now I gotta look at this. The first for, game after the All Star break is the fourteenth of July. Is and the four- they, They're in Colorado. Okay, so that's that's what we were just talking about before the pod started. That's Rob's Rob's day when yeah. you're in Colorado. So that that's got to be the actual time. That's the timeline in my head right now. It's July fourteenth. 
but that's do you the think target that, for him. Do you think that's wishful thinking, or do you think that's no? I think I think that's because if we're talking July fourteenth, when was the last time he played a game? Um, on the Saturday, June third. The third. So you're talking a couple days under six weeks. I think that's. I think in total, if he if he comes back the fourteenth. Yeah, It'd be right almost six five. weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, I think five. Little, five and a half? Okay, five yeah. weeks, whatever. I think that's... I mean, I guess it could be wishful because we have no idea. But it's not It's not like far-fetched, I don't think. Like, yeah. if I was sitting here and going, yeah, yeah before... No, I, I don't think it's far-fetched. It's yeah. just... I mean, the man ran his toe into concrete. Like, how is that a thing in 2023? I, I think there... I, think I didn't there even know also, that happened. I think there are also conversations of... Would it have actually been better if he broke it as opposed to what it is now? Because if it was uh, yeah, like a clean know. break, I'm not. We're not. Doctors, I don't. Yeah, but, I have no idea. So it sucks. When's it really sucks. So they're in Colorado when they get home. So now, or after the All Star break, excuse me. So say maybe they don't want to rip him to. They want to have him miss the whole West Coast trip because they go to Colorado, and they play the Angels. Then he would be back for July twenty first, back at Kansas City or so, back against Kansas City at home. All right, so that I think should be the further date. I think that's I think that's more realistic. Yeah, because that mean, makes they sense. Did, they then did. you get him back for the Mets series, and then the divisional against Baltimore and Tampa Bay right after that. Yeah, but they did also bring Stanton and Donaldson and Canely out to L A. So yeah. Well, Donaldson, they also, took their time with, too. Yeah. Same yeah, with Sand. Same, yeah. So. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, so, all right, so I'm putting a W would be right after the All-Star break in Colorado. But re, reality is putting me at July 21st in Kansas a City. Lesser, yeah, a lesser W is yeah. is uh, against Kansas City. And then I think nightmare situation is we it's have like to wait middle of August. August, yeah, yeah, and that and that's like something kind of, like it was worse than they're alluding to anticipated, but they're not alluding. They're not even saying anything really because they, they don't just, know. They, they don't know. I heard whatever shot he got, isn't it? They literally take. I was listening to something on it. They like remove the blood from him or something or something like that, and they inject it back into him like something crazy. It's because it's not uh, a regular. It's not a cortisone shot. It doesn't sound fun. It's like draining the fluid, and then I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just talking in circles, honestly. But um, sounds like a terrible time. Two hundred eighty pound man just run into a wall with his toe. Not, not good, good. Not but, good. But uh, we just gotta hope that they, the other supporting cast of stars, plays well. Is is what needs to happen. You think and, this has them make a move quicker? Sooner rather than later. I it mean, could. It could. It all. It all depends like, on his, what his outlook is then, and it, it depends on how they play in the month of June. And if, but yeah. we know that the Yankees like to just wait till a lot, like a lot of other teams, they're not. They're just going to wait till more mm-hmm. people are more willing to to let go of guys. And we know with the expanded playoffs, that's even harder because then you have teams saying, oh, well, we can make a Phillies run if if we hang on to these yeah, guys and see if we get true. this last spot. So there's pro- they'll probably – We can hear the quotes now. Bader, Nestor, and Judge are our three best traded deadline acquisitions we could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Laza, boy. come on now. We're getting the whole roster back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, all right, ne- let's hop into this. Uh, Nestor, too. This- 
uh yeah i wanted to save that though. all right save we'll that save for it. the comments fair um so first game clark schmidt on the mound goes six innings pitch six hits three earned runs one k the clark was getting through clark I'm was going to like clark i think but dude. he gave up these two home runs to the nine hitter in Zavala. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, the first one was the shortest home run in Yankee Stadium Statcast era recording, <laughs> and then the 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 one in the fifth that he gave up was a no doubter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the Yankees tacked on two runs to make it close uh, with Donaldson in the ninth getting a home run, and IKF also had a had a double that scored in Willie Calhoun. Uh, but the Yankees weren't able to to get through and 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 finish off. So uh, Clark going through the order looked good, and it's something that I have just an issue with in general of when pitchers give up home runs like this to the bottom of the order. Garrett used to do it a and lot, and you're scratching your head, yeah. saying what the f. So yeah. that's what happens in this one, and uh, really depressing game. All these games I felt were just lagged, and I just I don't know. I, I enjoy watching. Like game two was this, kind of fun because it was back and forth. Yeah, but like game this whole series, I I felt just ugh. Yeah, no, no, I hear you, especially because I want to mop the White Sox, and then they like they I don't know. They've been it's frustrating all year, and, and then they, they come they, in and bang kind of. But yeah, I, are you starting to feel a little different about Clark at all? Because I know. Preseason outlook, you don't have a great face on. <laughs> Preseason outlook, I was kind of excited for him, and then I was very annoyed. But right now, at least in the last five I'm, weeks, I'm okay with him in the in the back end of a rotation. Obviously, he's not he's not you know starting a playoff game or anything. I'm okay with him in the back end, being that we have to we don't have now Nestor or Carlos. Yeah, so and like it's better that Nestor he's pitching be? more. Yeah, Nestor, that that's but we'll, that we'll save me. it. We'll save it though. But, but yeah, the, I mean, I, it's ahead. better that he 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 didn't he made the two mistakes and he's pitching better, which is what the Yankees need to happen until they get the reinforcements, which is more encouraging. But it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't sh- shift me one way or another of what his future is with the Yankees outside of a mop up guy. Since in, literally in May third, he's been pretty good. Yeah, outside of uh, a seven run outing against Tampa, but. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, okay. Do you want to talk game about game two? two? Yeah, man. This was I was looking forward to this game specifically or the game that Sevy pitched because we know how his last outing went, Rob. It went poor, to say the least. Um, Sevy goes five innings, pitch, six hit, four earned, two walks, six Ks. I will say he settled down a little bit throughout this game, but... Br- Still had the six strikeouts. But. Yeah, six Ks wasn't bad. Um, starts it off quick. The White Sox burger home is the center, 421 feet. Two-run shot makes it 2 nothing. White Sox. Then Higgy. You keep saying it, Rob. Day, Day game, game Higgy, Higgy is different. Yeah, he's just, I feel like he's just get. He's always hitting homers or just gapping doubles during <laughs> when there's sunlight out. It's crazy. Um, and then Willie Calhoun, single to left, ties it up, makes it 2-2. Uh, Luis Robert homers off Seve, makes it 3-2. Then Moncada homers, makes it 4-2 off Seve. Um, then Willie back at it. Willie's been banging, Rob. Willie bang. <laughs> he has been banging. Uh, back at it in the fourth, makes it 4-4, two-run shot. And then Oswaldo in the fifth, singles to left, Jake Bauer scores. Yanks actually had the lead at 5-4. And then Jimenez homers to center, uh, makes it 6-5 White Sox. And that was essentially all she wrote. I was ready to be a little more upset at Sevy's start, I think, um, than I actually ended up being. But 
it still wasn't what I like what we want in terms there's, of him making his way back. It was so there, there's there's plenty of plenty more time. So I'm not gonna freak out with Severino. Yeah. Um, he he's got to start pitching better though if he wants a, a better contract because we also just you know, need him to pitch well. Yeah, they need just from that's just from his his personal standpoint. Like he can't be these last two starts. I I know the LA one was way crazier but um it's it's his contract here he's got to perform well and and we know the yankees and cashman love to uh, find loopholes where they can say well you didn't do this here you didn't do that and Mm -hmm. he's not paying himself any favors by doing this um uh and and especially now when you have garrett is the frontline guy and then after that you could really say who's pitched the best behind him it's between i mean you could say herman has been better than severino yeah. this year so, for sure which herman said good. that so herman has been very good but we we would want to we prefer that severino pitches up to his quality of stuff mm-hmm. and then you say well nestor we'd want you to pitch to the quality of your stuff and they're not doing that and when we came into the season you're saying oh this yankees team has really good pitching staff, but if those two guys that we we we'd argue with people, we're saying you know the Yankees may have the best three four guys in baseball, and then Herman and yeah. Clark were sort of, sort of an afterthought, but now they're not performing. So mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is they just they just have to pitch better, and that's not what Severino's doing. Um, I'm not gonna freak out crazy. I do think he'll be uh, fine. Yeah, but I, I need you to pitch better now, just for the team. Like, I don't think Seve's going to be, like, in a month, we're going to be like, dude, Seve stinks. No. Like, I actually am concerned about Nestor. Seve, yeah, I'm I, not concerned about. I, I, I would be more concerned. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would be more concerned about Nestor, about him regressing to his mean versus mm-hmm. Severino regressing to his mean, which we know is, is better. Yeah. So, Seve's um, floor is way higher, I yeah. feel like. The one thing I didn't say about this game either is it sucks because Mike King kind of gave this one away. Um, yeah. which is, you know, obviously we've been over this a million times, high leverage relievers, especially guys like Mike King. Um, I don't want to lose that way. When you get the lead, tough for King to give yeah, up. Yeah, because Wandy threw that one, one pitch to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then that was, a, why didn't you leave Wandy in? But they had the second game. Um, I was sort of scratching my head at that, but, but when you, they probably wanted to have him go in, in the second game. When you game. bring in King, who King hasn't King has been solid. I mean, yeah, he got he's out got of a that. Two, 2.08 ERA on the year. So, so you're thinking he's not going to give that up, but uh so from what their option went from Wandy to King, you can't be mad and you just chalk it up to King just not making making a bad pitch and then, you know, yeah. that happens. So because they went with their uh they went from Seve to Cordero to Wandy to King and then Canely after. Um Who's honestly Kane, looked fine. He's looked Kane good. Kane looked pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. But they went – like, they clearly tried to win this game. This was their, like, all right, we have to win with Seve on the mound. We're going to roll out our A bullpen, and then whatever Vasquez gives us in game two, we'll just be happy with. Mm-hmm. It's freaking yeah. baseball, man. It's weird. Um. All right, game three, Randy Vasquez on the mound. Goes mm-hmm. five and two-thirds, uh, two-hit ball, one walk, three Ks. Looked very solid. Uh, sort of a pitcher's duel to start until uh, Glaber got it started with the two-run home run in the fourth, and then Billy McKinney come, comes up, got called up, and uh, makes it 3 nothing. and then for the rest of the game, uh, no scoring there. It was, a, it was a, I would call it a little 
a loss is never boring, but it, I, I felt like outside of those two exciting events was uh, just sort of went through, and you're just saying, get it, get the job done. Yeah, just get literally. it done, get the win, and we'll we'll move on to Boston. Um, but Vasquez looked good. Ron Marinaccio also looked very solid in this, going two and a third, Ron one walk, really four 30, strikeouts. 30 pitches they rode him, too. I was happy to see that. And, and then uh, Clay Holmes wraps it up with his save in the in the – Ninth with one innings pitched, one walk, uh, seventh save of the season. So is Clay uh, ga- uh, gaining any of your trust back, Rob? Well, that would foreshadow that. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say that he he's gaining my trust because I I still think that he is erratic. Uh, uh, erratic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still had a walk in this game. Uh, he, that's just the way he pitches. But in his last appearances, uh, the, you know, the one in L.A., he 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 has he has performed well. So. Yeah. Um, it's not going – I saw – I think you tweeted it out of everyone saying, oh, my confidence is back in Clay. I am definitely not at that point. A lot him. of them were saying away too, like on the road we'll take them, but not at home, that, which I need to look at those thing. splits because I, I don't think I realized that until people were saying it. He's more comfortable on the road than he is at home. That's what everyone was saying in our mentions. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I'll have to look at his splits, but – yeah, I think I'm on the same page as you. Uh, he's got. I'm just kind of accepted the fact he's going to be a high leverage reliever with this team, obviously. Um, but he's going to have days that you know are really aggravating, and he's erratic and can't locate anything and sticks to his slider more than a sinker. Um, but hey, man, you're doing it right now, so I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that transitions us well into our savages of the series. Talked about him. I'm going to go with Clay Holmes because uh, this this sort of pulls into the his last appearances, but uh, he got the save in this last game, uh, and I think uh, we've been hard on him, so mm-hmm. I, I think that we should acknowledge when he's pitching well, and I, I think he deserves it for this one, especially in the first two games with uh, the Yankees dropping those. It's important to close it out, wrap up that game, get the dub, and then head to boss or have be ready for Boston when they head into town. I like it, Rob. I like it. I am going to give it to someone who I am now falling in love with after talking a bunch of smack about. Um, kind of similar to IKF, but Willie Calhoun, Rob. Not a huge series, but he had three hits, three big hits, two runs scored, a homer, three ribbies. He let off a game, Rob. Like I was like, short king Willie Calhoun. Little refrigerator on the leadoff spot. I love it. Um, but now Willie has kind of been... He's kind of answered the calling card a little bit. His stats on the year are not crazy, but I'm sure if I butter knife him a little bit. I think if you do it uh, since, like since like May, second, middle of May second, or something. Yeah, second yeah. week of May, they look very, very good. Yeah, so he's hitting 234, 312 on base, 369 slug, 681 OPS, 90 OPS plus. That's like, that's like DJ kind of honestly right now. You know, He's kind of been a version of, of DJ LeMahieu for the whole year. But like you said, Rob, I think if we paint it back um, the last, say, four weeks or whatever, um, you're happy that Willie's been producing the way he has been. So I'm going to give it to Willie. For sure. Um, all right. Our MVPs of sucking for this uh, series? They stink! Anthony Rizzo has not looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the confidence that he'll bounce back, and we need him to, especially with Judge out. Um, but 0 for 12 in this series didn't look great in L.A. Could the neck, after Tatis kneeing him in the neck, be affecting him? I don't know. 
Uh, he just doesn't look the same at the plate at this moment in time. But I'm, I'm, he's one of the players on this Yankees team where I'm not in really the least bit concerned with him. Uh, he's, his numbers for the year still look very good. No big deal. But I, I, I think, uh, you know, we got to acknowledge it and uh, just move on. Hopefully Rizzo gets better uh, for Boston because we're going to need him. Mm-hmm. Especially after he um, – Rizzo showed out in Boston a couple times. Play, wild I mean, card he was game. The one, he the yeah, homer. he was the one guy that – or him and – or Stanton Stan did hit a home run. Yeah, yeah, and then Rizzo hit that sort of garbage time home run. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I, so he, he usually – from what my memory, I don't know the exact stats, but I think he, he shows up against Boston. So maybe it, maybe the rivalry will be something that sparks him back. Yeah, Rizzo just loves – I feel like he loves a big moment, but – well-deserved, Rob, uh, especially like you said earlier, that second game where DJ, Glaber, and Rizzo in Stanton, I think, or whatever the stat was, went all like 0 for 12 with like 8Ks or something. Yeah. Need them to show up a little bit more, uh, a lot of bit more actually, especially with Judge out. But Rob, I don't know if I gave it to him last pod or what it, w- what it was, but I got to go Anthony Volpe. Um, they bumped him up in the lineup at the beginning of the series after his, his homer uh, and his two-hit day in the last game against the Dodgers. So I was like, all right, maybe we can build off this a little bit. Uh, not so much. He went 0 for 6 in this series with 3Ks and a walk. Um, it was cool to see him get a walk. I think he had a. I think he, he stole a bag in this one too, which was like his first stolen base since May 13th. Um, check the calendar, Rob. It's June 9th, huh? Um, yeah. At the beginning of the year, he was swiping bags like to a game, it felt like. Um, so I'm going to give it to Volpe. His his numbers just aren't aren't looking great. Um, I'm not freaking out yet, but it's getting to the it's getting to that threshold that I hammered. We hammered at the beginning of the year where we were like, you can't you have to be significantly worse than IKF was last year to make a change. Yeah, uh, on the year 191, 268, 358 slugging, 626 OPS, uh, 73 OPS plus. It's not good. No. He, but he's on he's pace still, to hit like twenty five homers. Yeah, he so he's still hitting the homers and and I need him uh, to walk more and hit he a couple he, uh, singles here and there. He has those big moments that that then stick in your head like the walk off and the home run at mm-hmm. L A and all this in the bags on the on the consistent basis. It, I mean, he's a rookie, but um, I just need him to get on base bit. more. Yeah, get a single yeah. here and there. He's swinging out of his shoes a lot. I feel like so. I'm gonna give it to Volpe. I think. Did he have an error in the field? I don't remember. No, it I just don't feels think like so. it feels like he's been been doing too much. But yeah, I'm gonna give it to Volpe, Rob. Could have uh, went to uh, DJ too, but he didn't play enough. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Nestor a little bit. So Nestor is shut down at least for two weeks with the rotator cuff strain, um, and he. Uh, before we talk about his Boston comments, so what it, like your main concerns with him? are uh like you what what do you think the expectations have shifted towards with Mm, i think the expectations my expectations are the same which is why i'm concerned because i don't think that like i haven't lowered my expectations at all i want my expectations are him to be 2022 nester since i saw it for a year and a half or whatever um so I don't know. It's just I don't think he's going to be back anytime soon. You know, you shut down for two weeks. That's like, all right, we're going to shut you down. We're going to reevaluate in, you in two weeks. 
then we'll see if we can resume some baseball activities and then get you on throwing. So it's you're talking six, eight weeks again with with Nestor as it is. So I feel like you kind of can't rely on him in the rotation at all. Um, he might get back the same time Frankie Montas gets back, for that's, all we know. That's you, insane. You know, and who knows how the the year ends up looking if, if that's what it is. Um, but at this moment in time, I'm – I'm not leaning on Nestor in in any way for for anything, honestly. Does that uh, do you like think it's that Rodon, Cole, Herman? Do you, do you think it opens them Sevy. up? Uh, I mean, we're still a ways away because we were talking about it earlier. But trading for an arm, I think I think they're gonna try. They have to. They don't have. They still don't have really any pitching. They still don't have what Montas is, and then Nestor yeah. too with the injury. So, uh, I mean, I hope it's not. Band-Aid, like Andrew Heaney or someone like that. Yeah. But, hey, Heaney's uh, great on my fantasy team, but <laughs> the Rangers aren't trading him anyway. Just don't play him on the Yankees. Everyone else, yeah. you know, Texas. I mean, pitchers um, should know if they come to the Yanks, they're going to get hurt within four days of showing up. <laughs> Scott F. Ross, Lou Trevino, Frankie right. Montas. Like, well, Montas was already hurt. But, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Crazy. What do you think about Nestor? Like, I am concerned in just the fact that I think there's a there's just as good of a chance as him returning to whatever he was prior to last year as there is to being good again. I'm not surprised either no, way he, the ship turns. He can go Yeah, yeah. He can I, regress I, I, to what he was or he can be good again. I wouldn't be surprised if he regresses. Um which pains and, me to say but, honestly. But like I don't even want to say it, that. Is it due to injury? That's what I don't it sounds know. like, but can you he, he really looked, blame the whole look, year on the on on the shoulder though? Yeah, like you're I pitching mean, for two months on a on a sore rotator cuff. A rotator cuff does it plays a big role with. Well, yeah, but what were the comments? Were they, were they like recent or? Because I remember the first comment was like, "Oh, he's not recovering like the way he should be" or something, right? Like it was something like that. I guess I, I know Yankee fans aren't going to care though about talking about how. At injury, and they're, they're expecting they're you to be. We're done with injuries. Yeah, they're. I mean, everyone's hurt. Yeah. Everyone's hurt. A lot of ba- right. a lot of teams are dealing with injuries, and and that that that's not really the excuse that they want to hear. But uh, for Nestor, it, it's um. I agree with you. I, I could see it really going either way, and I, I I've we've loved Nestor for the time that he's pitched, and he's mm-hmm. been really really good. Uh, during that, prior to. Uh, like May this year, I'd yeah. say a little bit of late April, I think. When I know the Texas start was really bad, um, and then that's kind of, he just is teetering. Um, I mean, yeah, you're tired. He hasn't had a good stretch really at all, besides the which, first two three starts. Like then you look at yeah, his first two three starts, he he pitched well. Honestly. Yeah, that one game in Baltimore that stands out to me that he pitched really really well. Yeah. He went so, seven innings, two earned against the Twins in a loss in April. So. I, so I, I think there it's still in there. So maybe. So maybe I over injury. maybe I'm overreacting a little bit because if he comes back after being hurt, say he's gone for eight weeks, and he comes back and has two really good starts, I'm gonna be like, okay, you were hurt for five weeks while you were pitching. True. Like if he comes back it, and shoves for two three straight games, I'm gonna be like, okay, you, I'll blame it on the injury, just like I did with DJ with a sports hernia, DJ with a toe, but. Now I can DJ, so I guess that's not a great comparison. <laughs> so, uh, 
I don't know. It, it, it's, it could go either way. I, I'm still going to stick with, with what you first said. Yeah, that's fair. It could it could fall either way on the aisle. That, But I'm root, we're rooting for him because, I mean, he's a good we dude. We need him, yeah. And we, and we need him. Uh, but that transitions into his comments that I did not like. I know. <laughs> I told you. I, I was Alex Cora responded. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Um, so... Ahead of the series this weekend against the Red Sox at the stadium, and then the, the following weekend, the Yankees are going to Fenway. Uh, Nestor was asked about the rivalry uh, between them and the Red Sox, and he was quoted to say, it doesn't feel like what we have with Tampa now or with Toronto now. You could argue that the Red Sox haven't been who they really are the last couple of years. Um, and as a Yankee fan, I always say that, the red i mean just in sports with whatever fandom i have the red Sox are the number one rivals mm-hmm. and that will never change for for me and i think for a lot of yankee for fans, me too red, no matter how good or bad they are and even red Sox fans too i think that the yankee or the yankees for them are the hated team that's mm-hmm. what it is uh and i I can understand, and there were even a lot of Yankee fans like myself that were saying, "Why are you giving them bullpen or bulletin board material?" Why just like Manoa did with us. It, it just no, for, and you have to think about it like this: Why are you doing that, especially when you're not pitching that weekend, either of the weekends, mm-hmm. and Aaron Judge isn't there? And you have no impact on the series, and you're sort of letting your guys out to dry. And it's just not a smart thing to do. And when you're only, I think at this moment in time, five games up on them and you're playing six then games, and it could change really fast. And uh, It's like he's yes. not pitching. And Alex Cora <laughs> actually made a response too, and he was saying, well, we they I, and, and it, it's true, The not too long ago, only two years ago, in that wild card game, the Red Sox beat the Yankees. That's fair. So, it does not have – may it not have the same uh, – They're not good right now. They're an the average The same team. optics of, of seeing the Blue Jays and Yankees arguing or what's happened with Tampa back in 2020 and 21 of the bad blood there. No, but it still reigns supreme. And I said this to you. I wouldn't be surprised if after these comments that something gets sparked. Like one little thing mm-hmm. can happen. I – in every decade, doesn't matter. As my 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 parents watching it as Yankee fans, your parents watching it as Yankee fans. Every decade, it see it. There's always something that just happens. Not too long ago, we yep. had the Joe Kelly and the Tyler uh-huh. Austin and going earlier. Like it has been a minute. The, the rival. It, it has been a little while that we have something in our memory between the Yankees and Red Sox, but. It always end up. It always ends up coming back that you say this is why you hate the Red Sox. This is mm-hmm. why you hate the Yankees. Between that rivalry, it just always happens. And I love Nestor. It's gonna happen this weekend. There's gonna be a reason. Like, oh, that's yeah. why I hate the Sox. I, I, There's I just no ne- need for it. I love Nestor, but he hasn't been pitching well as of late. You don't want to talk like that when it's happening. So, and, and especially when you can't contribute to the series. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if with some bulletin board material like this that. Something happens, something sparks, and it's not like and we we joke. We're we're saying, oh, the Red Sox aren't the same team, and we think that they'll finish last in the division. That may be negligent, but that that's how we feel at this moment in time. But yeah. there's, I mean, the AL East is they. I think you said it last pod. They would be like they'd be first the in the Central right now. Yeah. So they still are winning. So it's and especially now with Judge out, 
I, I, I was just saying. Eh. Here's the th- yeah, exactly. It was just there was no reason for it. And here's the thing, Rob. The Sox are, you know, they're only five games back of the wild card, so they're not playing for for nothing, but they are fighting for their life right now. You know, you have a bad June, your season's over. You, you're 12 games back of the wild card, start of July, your season's over. So they like the Sox now have ammo and they're fighting for their life. You know, they're not. We're, we're 10 games above 500. The Sox are a game under 500. So it's not like they're, you know, we're not playing the Oakland A's right now. We're still playing a team in and interdivision. You're coming off a series, you lost yeah. to a bad the, team, the White Sox. Yeah, so. exactly. And we're you're playing a division, a divisional rival in the Boston Red Sox that's fighting for their life, and you give them ammo. There's just not, there's not, there's there's no need for it, Rob. Um, but like I said, the comments didn't necessarily bother me. Um, I was just like, all right. What's the point? Like one, you're not lined up to pitch. No one said anything. No one threw anything our way. They may um, bother you a little more depending on how these series go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I don't know. Just don't don't give them ammo. It, it and every time we talk shit, it backfires on us. Yes. We did it to Houston. Yes. Um, it's just the Yankees can't talk shit. Period. Uh, if I'm surprised if Nestor can change that. <laughs> I, I don't think it was I, – I don't want to say it was coming from uh, an arrogant place. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to be – But also, too, like I don't think I, – I don't know if Nestor grew up a Yankee fan or anything, but so he wouldn't have – and he's he's doing it from a player's perspective. He's probably just feeling it as the last two years, I guess. Because, yeah, and, they did end our season a year or two years and ago. And he hasn't – he hasn't – I don't think he's been knee-deep in the rivalry, even as no. like what Judge did when he when he was – fighting the guys or and they had that brawl and mm-hmm. he wasn't on the team so it's not like he's coming from a yankee fans perspective of of like us where we're saying we hate them we will always hate them so yeah he, so he i give he him just sees toronto and, and tampa being on good that level but i don't know maybe some maybe kind someone of, in the locker room yeah. said something to him kind also we pointless. have to remember that the yankees freaking showed a <laughs> inspirational video of the Oh God. <laughs> oh God! So maybe they just don't care anymore, and we're just saying, okay. <laughs> nah, they have to care. Nestor, someone's got to get Nestor in the loop. <laughs> like, now nah, we actually do hate them. Yeah, we will always. We not actually, like don't them. like them. Um, but yeah, so that 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 happens this weekend. Um, Cole lined up for tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who else we got? What is it? Let's I think Herman is Herman is Saturday. And then who is Sunday? Just Schmidt win Sunday. T- so you're honestly, you're rolling out your three hottest starters, honestly. Yeah. Herman, or Cole, Herman, and Clark. Clark's yeah. hotter than Seve. And then you got Whitlock, Hauk, and uh, Bello for the Red Sox. So uh, it's it's a big rivalry week. Yeah. So you got eight straight days, eight straight days. Uh, or not straight. There's two off days on Monday and Thursday, but eight straight game days where you're playing rivalries. You got Boston, then New York, then Boston again. So, um, I expect some storyline to come out. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be something. Verdugo's gonna talk a little bit or something like that. Did you see him get benched the other day for not running? I, I did. I didn't funny. see the clip of him running, but I did hear he got benched. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Whitlock being weird this year, huh? Five um, five six one ERA. So 
exciting, exciting uh, ten days of baseball. Let's on the bury way. the socks, Rob. Huh? Put them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'd card. like. That's yeah. what I'd like. But Let's step on their throat for once. We never do time, that. Stanton, Stanton, and Rizzo play well against the Red Sox. So hopefully we could see something. Yeah. Just go out there and and put them back an extra four or five games and, exactly. and go do that. Yeah. Go win series, and then uh, we got the. We know that the. Subway series will be spicy next week as well. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. Right. Frankie Lindor. But that, yeah, talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but that ends it for this episode of the Four Train Savages podcast, episode 149. Really appreciate you guys for joining us. Subscribe as always. Leave us a rate and review wherever you are listening. And uh, follow us on our social medias Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Go subscribe over there. We would really appreciate it. Next episode's 150, Tyler, so that's exciting that we Hell get to, yeah. to the big 150. Century and a half. Uh, very excited for that. Really appreciate you guys for listening. We will catch you at 150. Peace.